This week on Lower Orbit, we review Muppets Most Wanted. It's Constantine, the world's most dangerous frog. There must be some mistake. I'm Kermit the Frog. I'm not Constantine. You're going to be here a while. I am Kermit. Dominic, international tour manager. Dominic, bad guy? Bad G. It's French. Oh. My name will go down in history as greatest thief of all time. You mean our names, right? Of course. My name first, then spacebar, 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 your name. There's only one guy in this world who can save us. Only one frog who can restore order. Let's get out of here. Bring justice and set things right. You are talking about Kermit, right? Everybody's feeling alright. Welcome to Lower Earth Orbit, episode 36. I'm Steve Berman. I'm Scott Stevenson. I'm Justin Voss. So before we dive into our review of Muppets Most Wanted, uh, we want first to talk about the short that preceded it, Party Central, featuring the characters from Monsters University. Beach ball to throw rug. Come in. Are you in position? Roger that beach ball. Operation Party Central is a go. Mike, what's going on? Just wait. Justin, what do you think? I, I thought it was funny. So, I mean, the gist of the short, you know, in a nutshell, is basically the Uzma Kappa fraternity wants to throw a party and nobody's going to show up. And so, you know, they have the scheme that they devise to get they, people to come to their party. They think like portals. Yes, exactly. They think with portals. Or yeah, that's right. Um, no, it was, it was funny. Um, yeah, no, there's not a lot to say. It was entertaining. Uh, the thing that I think is hilarious about just Monsters U in general, I'm just going to insert this commentary here because we happen to be talking to someone about Monsters U, is that the like the... The bad guy fraternity, like the four Omega Roar or whoever they are, <laughs> the, the preppy ones, right? What I think is hilarious is that like that looks just like my fraternity. Like, <laughs> I mean, like the house they're in is like the same architectural style, and like the big main hall they have where they throw all their parties looks just like the main hall that we had in our house. I'm like, oh my god, like, am I one of the bad guys? <laughs> oh, my whole life is mine. <laughs> Even their colors, I'm like, that's our colors. Like, <laughs> So anyway, I just want to point that out. But no, it was, it was it was entertaining. I thought it was funny, you know, the way that they set it up with the, you know, the doors and this, there's that really awesome scene at the end where the guy opens the door and he's like he sees like the fire oh yeah yeah like, oh, yeah monsters. yeah yeah that was really good. <laughs> uh, no, it was really entertaining. What do you think, Scott? Uh, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. I think it was it was um, I didn't have super high expectations for it, you know, just because I hadn't seen Monsters U, so uh, I was like I was in for it. Just to see what it was seen, about. You haven't seen Monsters U? I haven't U? seen Monsters U, I know. Oh, it's, you need to watch Monsters U. Okay, yeah. I will see that immediately following this podcast <laughs> and the other things I have to do today. But, um, but yeah, no, it was cool. And yeah, I mean, the scene, the pivotal scene of the, of the short is really awesome. You know, so that makes it worth seeing. And it's a lot of fun. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. It, it. There is elements of, you know, in name and theme, there's elements of uh, Party Source Rex. It's mm-hmm. kind of the same thing where it's like amping up, amping up, amping yeah, up, yeah. and then there's this huge like big scene. Mm-hmm. So I appreciated that too. But um, yeah, it was, it was cool. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it too. It was, it was very clever and you know yeah. in that portal sort of way. You know that that they never they sort of utilized that a little tiny bit in the first Monsters movie in Monsters Inc. But they didn't they really ever capitalized on that yeah. until this film yeah. or this this short. So I thought that, that was cool. Yeah, when they uh, like do the uh, the table, like move the door over yes. the table. That was, yeah, that was yeah. or like when he like is like sort of putting it down. Yeah. <laughs> and what's funny is that in those scenes, you know, because you see the perspective from inside the bedroom, right? Where you can see like the party on this side, and yeah. I guess the other party on the other side. And I think if you watch, like you can actually see like like the perspective through the door. Yes. Like, moving, yeah. Actually moves yeah. the way that it should. You're like, oh, that's really disorienting. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look too close like that. <laughs> it was awesome. So today we are reviewing Muppets Most Wanted. So this is the sequel to the 2011 The Muppets, 
It's uh, directed by James Bobbin, who also directed the previous film, and written by him and Nicholas Stoller, who wrote Forgetting Sarah Marshall and Get Him to the Greek. It stars um, Ricky Gervais, Ty Burrell, Tina Fey, and of course the Muppets as themselves, as well as the usual laundry list of cameos from you know, other famous musicians and actors. Kind of the premise of this movie is that the Muppets go on a world tour for their you know for their show after the success of the previous movie, and on the way they get caught up in this international crime heist thing that involves an evil doppelganger and crazy hijinks with you know, villains and Siberian gulags and yeah your typical thing yes yeah. <laughs> so yeah so let's see start with Justin what do you think I thought it was great you know I think this was at almost the same level as the previous Muppets movie I don't know if it was just the theater we were in or the spot in the theater we were in but I found it really hard to hear the dialogue sometimes yeah. Do you guys have the same it, experience during the songs oh it's so, so hard I, I missed most of the lyrics in the songs I was so frustrated yeah yeah I, yeah there was there was a mixing issue there for sure and yeah. I think it, it might have been a technical issue with the theater yeah um, it seems unlikely it was in the source data but no, 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 I'm sure. I think it's just because we were like in the front row, right? But I think all the way off to the side. Yeah, like, I feel like yeah. I could kind of hear the dialogue in the other, coming yes. from the other corner of the theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think if we sat like right in the middle, I think it would have been great. But the scene we were at, we couldn't, you know, couldn't hear all that stuff. So that kind of attracted a little bit. But you know, I would actually would like to see it again, maybe like you know, at home where I can yeah. actually hear all the lyrics, and I think it'll be even better. But no, I thought it was good. You know, I thought it was a good follow up. I like that at a certain point early in the be- in the movie, they sort of are like the sequel's never quite as good. Yes. As the <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. What about you, Scott? Uh, it's good. I, I didn't like it as much as the first one. It, it's a fun ride. I, I think I was once it got to the third act, I started having a lot more fun. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's the Muppet stuff. It's the same thing, same overall feeling. I think as the first one. I guess the the main thing for me is that with the first one, there's there's a couple elements missing, like um, not having Amy Adams and Jason Segel. I think is a pretty pretty big step backwards because yeah. there's they have Ricky Gervais, but he doesn't really fill that same role. Like he doesn't he doesn't help anchor the Muppets in the real world in the same way. There's something missing about the international element, and I think it's that you kind of want the Muppets to be doing like crazy things in France and then like crazy things in Italy, and you know having them like do all sort of the they had a little bit of that. Like some of the best moments were with the like the CIA agent. I don't know what the, the Muppet Hawk guy is. Sam Eagle. Yeah, Sam Eagle. Yes, him and the the French guy. Like those were some of the best moments. But it was just those two that were doing that. Yeah. So it, it's weird. Like I I I had fun seeing it, but it, some some element was missing. It didn't quite come together in the way the first one did. Because the first one I saw it and I was kind of skeptical, and Steve talked me into seeing it, and I was like really glad I saw it because I really enjoyed it. It was co- you know the first one was very cohesive, and I, I pulled something away from that, and I was like, oh yeah, that's why I like this stuff. Um, and I didn't quite get there with this one. It, it wasn't a bad movie. Um, it was fun. But, uh, yeah, not quite at the level of the first one. Yeah. I had a similar feeling to you, Scott, where it was definitely not the same level as the first movie for me. And it kind of, like, falls in, in, a, in a similar level as some of the earlier movies. Uh, but for me, the Muppets, the 2011 Muppets movie, was just head and shoulders above the rest. I just loved it. It was my favorite movie, I think, that entire year. And uh, it just hit all the right notes, you know, amazing songs and this wonderful story. And it like really like pull all the right string, strings for my Muppets nostalgia, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, particularly in terms of the number the songs they played and, you know, the storyline that they revived and picked up on from the previous films and stuff. And this one, you know, didn't have the, the nostalgia and maybe it couldn't because it was, you know, that was already done in the previous film. Mm-hmm. 
And so, and the musical numbers, I felt not nearly as strong. Yeah. Like there weren't any really memorable ones. And there was like no really theme song. Like the previous one had that theme song that, you know, was at the beginning, like again at the end and kind of like fit with the theme of the movie as a whole. And this didn't really have that. It just had a number of individual numbers and they're kind of hard to judge like because we just couldn't hear the lyrics. So yeah. I, I kind of sort of reserve judgment on the, on the songs themselves. But even then, I didn't get a sense there was any sort of particular musical number that was designed to sort of hold the film together. So that was kind of disappointing. I, mean, I, I like that they sort of embraced their sequelness, you know, like right from the beginning. Like, we're making a sequel. You know, they ordered a sequel, and there's yeah. a whole song about how they ordered a sequel, you know. It looks like they've ordered a sequel. <laughs> we're doing a sequel. We're back by popular demand. Come on, everybody, strike up the band. We're doing a sequel. And so that was kind of cool. And it's it's kind of like... A little cliche to make the take, take, take sequel and put it in Europe. I feel like so many movies have done that. But I can't really tell if it's cliche or they were parodying the cliche by doing that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of okay because I think you alluded to earlier in the original set of Muppets movies, the sequel takes place in Europe. Right. And it's also another jewel heist, kind of like a similar concept. Isn't as, the same jewels? It's actually a different jewel. I <laughs> oh, looked okay. it up. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> the movie. Different set of jewels. Okay. One is the baseball diamond. Oh, I oh. think they may have made that up. Yeah. <laughs> you think? <laughs> the world famous <laughs> baseball diamond. <laughs> I mean, it sounds so, so stupid that maybe it actually isn't made up. Yeah, like, yeah, that's uh, true. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? If I like, something up, I When you have a diamond that big, you can name it whatever you want. Yeah, <laughs> that's the rule. Uh... So, but I was a little disappointed that there wasn't any, like, there weren't, like, callbacks to that. Like, oh, here we are again in London, again, <laughs> looking for a jewel high, and a jewel thief again. Like, <laughs> So are they supposed to, like, is the, are we, they're not, like, it, restarting the series. No, it's, it's not that, It's not a reboot. They, they acknowledge the, a fact, yeah. That yeah. the old movies are still canon, yeah. basically, right? Okay. Like, I mean, the whole plot of the of the, of, of the Muppets, the 2011 Muppets. Is that they're getting them all back together? Yeah, and, well, because, but, and specifically, the, you know, the, the, they're losing the theater because of a clause in the Rich and Famous, cl- the standard Rich and Famous contract. Mm-hmm. And the standard Rich and Famous contract is like the ma- is like the thing they get at the end of the first movie. Oh, got it. And so okay. they sign it and everything. And so it's like it's like this you know, final moment in the first film and the very first film, like the seventy nine yeah. film. Yeah. And then that's the whole plot. Point, the whole plot is driven for the two thousand eleven film off of that same document, which is now like has this this clause that they they found in it. I so I mean, they clearly are like they're still in the same universe and the same you know timeline. Yeah. So and they should remember all this stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. And and they and they and they have there was a lot of callbacks in you know in the first movie to previous films and this one. They didn't really seem to do that, and that was all disappointing to me. Um, just particularly, you know, it's such a, you know, it's so echoes the second film. Um, yeah, and the other thing, for the real, well, not a super small detail, but an important detail that the first movie had that I didn't get here was that, like, some element of the fun of the first one was that they were, like, in Kermit's office, like, looking back through the past, and, like, yeah. there was, like, some, like, emotional connection with that, and that wasn't really present here, and I kind of, I mean, I understand why, because they weren't, like, rebooting it again but the other weird thing is like kermit's sort of not in the movie that much you know like it's like there's three parallel movies going on there's the you know kermit in siberia there's the the guys that are sort of in europe but they don't really do anything that's significant to europe for the most part i mean it it could have been anywhere and then there's the cia and the uh the french guy the interpol guy and those are all you know three (laughs) effectively three separate movies and they interlock at some points um but it's it's sort of weird that that you know part of the magic is having Kermit at the center of that group because he's like the one sane one in this mm-hmm. other you know larger yeah. group of crazy and it was just a giant group of crazy you know and, I can't, and when, at the end of the movie you know obviously he gets back with the group but 
that was the element that kind of felt like it was missing. Yeah, I think I think the movie was a little bit worse off for having these three like some parallel stories because it the thing it felt long to me. I mean, yeah, it was, it was, did, it was yeah. longer than the first film. And but but even despite it feeling long, some storylines felt shortchanged, like the the Siberian Gulag storyline, like felt really rushed to get, to get where they needed to go in that story arc. Because they you know, because they but they had all these other story arcs they had to service, and so yeah. they were jumping back and forth between all these story arcs and you know having a, a more I mean, tighter, more focused narrative like they did in the previous film. You know, I think would have worked better. I mean, the whole concept here kind of maybe precludes that a little bit yeah but it definitely yeah it felt disconnected yeah the main the mainline story was wasn't actually the best one it was it was kermit and then the cia guy or at least for me like the middle stuff was like yeah no I okay I you know like yeah by the way in the the like gulag like you know storyline it's like the, like the sort of the main other prisoner that's not you know not kermit is he like the other guy from Flight of the Concords? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought that was him, but he had like with the, all like the goofy facial hair. I couldn't yeah. and the accent. I couldn't really tell if that was that was him. Yeah. And lack of glasses. Lack of glasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Kermit. You know? yes. <laughs> Although it's it's kind of fun. I mean, not that it really matters, but it, it's sort of weird. There's like a plot hole in a way, which is that, um, like, there's a period of time where he is in the Gulag because. They believe he is Constantine, mm, but yeah. then she finds out he's not, and and I guess they explain that by Actually, saying pretty early on she yeah. realizes that it's Kermit. She just starts calling but Kermit. Just keeps him there anyway. Like oh, I know well, you're, and, I know you're not Constantine, but you're. And they sort of explain that at the end a little bit, but Kermit should probably say something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like fun. you called me Kermit. <laughs> I know when not... she said it the first time, I was like, is he gonna? Is he gonna be like, yeah, so the whole Kermit thing? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean that that explanation actually is pretty funny, but uh, yeah. It, it is, but it felt like they, they kind of like stuffed it in just because they, they needed some explanation yeah. for this to keep him around for a while longer. Yeah. So I mean, I I think I think it's fine to watch. You don't need to rush out to the theater and see it. I think it's still totally worth watching as a rental. You know, especially yeah. if you're a Muppets fan. I think Muppets fan. You, I would still say see it in the theater. You know, like I mean, if you if you're you, you want more Muppets, I mean, I wouldn't. You I will wouldn't. get more Muppets. Yeah, exactly. no question. I mean, it's not a bad movie. And it's not bad. It, it just it just has it was some weak spots. It's not. It's, I mean, I felt like the previous movie was just like. You know, it, it had almost no weak spots. It was just yeah. stellar across the board. And this one has some soft spots and stuff. And but I still laughed a lot all the way through. Yeah, oh and, yeah, absolutely. And um, and it's fun too because I mean, some of the characters that kind of got shortchanged a little bit in the previous film could have sat up a little bit more. Which they actually like acknowledge. Yeah, it's just yeah. There's this great scene where Rizzo and I love Rizzo, and I was so sad that Rizzo had basically nothing to do in the previous film, and he doesn't, he doesn't get anything to do anything in this film either. Like he's <laughs> except, also, except, except complain, <laughs> complain that he's he's been ignored, but like so in great. a passive aggressive way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he, some like, might say due to. Other other characters that have been around a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was great and, and a, a very Rizzo thing to do. Like he's so sarcastic. So I'm glad that he that they managed to like pull him in in like a little Rizzo kind of way. So so uh, yeah, I mean I, I think it's for sure um, if you're a Muppets fan. I mean personally, I don't think you would need to rush out to the theater to see it, but I think for sure it's worth a rental um, on you know just like a purchase rental or Netflix or whatever. I think you'll have a good time. Uh, I would recommend going out to the theater and seeing it just so that, you know, the box office numbers are good enough that they'll make another one because, you know, I've, I've enjoyed all the new movies so far and I want more Muppets. And I was really, really positively like convinced that after the last movie didn't do as well box office as they'd hoped. Because, you know, people like <clears throat> Scott didn't actually go on to see it when I told them to. I'm sorry, did you, I didn't, I didn't catch that? Um, you do you do still personally hold me responsible <laughs> for the box office failure of the first Muppets movie. This is true. <laughs> However, even somehow they made a, a sequel. So we just I went to this one. <laughs> she didn't pay for a ticket. Yes. <laughs> so 
Your assignment is all go back out again <laughs> and buy tickets and, and, and watch this film, and uh, then maybe we'll get a third one. So, uh, <laughs> what about you? No, I, I thought it was fun. I would recommend it. Um, yeah, I think it's probably, it's probably worth going to see in theaters. But if you're just if you're like, well, Muppets, then do it for a rental. Yeah, but, yeah, but no, it was good. I would recommend it. All right, so uh, sounds like overall we recommend it. Uh, it opens wide in theaters on March 21st. And uh, if you have any feedback, you can send that to us at feedback at lowearthorbit.fm. You can also find us on Twitter at lowearthshow. And as always, our show notes are available on our website, lowearthorbit.fm. So now on to the spoilers. The moment, there were some really actually funny moments strung out throughout the movie. The stuff that happened in the Siberia thing with Tina Fey, I think, was some of the best stuff, especially the interaction between them two. And again, I think my favorite characters, honestly, were the, uh, I keep forgetting, the, what's the guy's name? The Eagle. Sam, Sam Eagle. The Eagle yeah. Sam Eagle. And I, I don't know who that actor was. Is he well Tyrell. known? I don't know who, I don't know, I don't know if he's still well oh, okay. known, but. And people were clapping when he was on screen. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I recognize him. I yeah. don't remember his name. There, he, he, did a, he did the perfect human Muppets interaction, that same level of like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of in, in this, but I'm also like kind of doing a fourth wall thing. I thought that was really fun. And the whole car, you know, the mini car thing, all the jokes. See, that's what <laughs> all, I wanted. All the European jokes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. They, sh- they should have had all the entire cast do that. <laughs> Everything that the rest of the Muppets did, they could have done in Nebraska or like right. anywhere. They didn't take advantage of any of the like, they're going to a cafe and they're ordering croissants or, you know, any of that yeah. kind of stuff. I really, I was hoping for that. So the fact that they did that, I thought that was really fun. I, the entire theater loved the sort of the final scene where Miss Piggy like uh, like tossed Constantine across the cabin. Yeah. yeah, and it was very entertaining, uh, absolutely. But it was that was a that was a crowd pleaser for yeah. sure. Yeah. And I I really didn't need to keep see them breaking into things. I mean, it wasn't that was sort of a huge waste of time. Yeah, like. I mean, it was in some ways it was kind of a clever way to you know give a reason to show the Muppet Show like going on. You know, because they kept masking the... Yeah, you know, that the was funny. That and was the so, ballet with the jackhammer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what's going on? Isn't that the same girl that we just saw in, like, the, the Hannah actress that oh, we just it? saw last week in um, oh, Grand Budapest uh, Hotel? Uh, okay. I thought it was Rooney Mara. Was it not? No, no. I think it was... Uh, I, don't, I don't know her, uh, her name, but uh, I thought that was... I was wondering who it was, because she looked super familiar. But I, I, thought, I, I thought that was her in the, doing the, the jackhammer ballet. But I mean, they would have no reason to show like you know all those crazy acts if they didn't. I mean, like if they didn't have the high score, the, the running of the bulls, yeah. And yeah, yeah. I mean, yes. Which I mean, they weren't that great of acts, so yeah. I, I, they could have done without them. But like, given the whole premise was that they were on the road and, and they're doing the show, like yeah. it'd be kind of weird if they didn't show the show at all. Well, but it, they kind of didn't. You know, that, that's yeah. the other weird thing. It's like if this was like a Muppets movie without like much Kermit and without much Muppet show. Like it's not like the Gonzo did anything, right? There was no like Gonzo thing. Animal had his drum he did solo. A very brief indoor running of the bulls. Very, very <laughs> brief. Yeah, but there wasn't like all the crazy acts and like everything that you associate with like the Muppets, you know, except for the Sam Eagle stuff. But it's like all the ah, there was so much material to work with, so many things they could have made fun of, like in Europe, like you know, the third act was definitely the best, and a lot of it, th- things actually got funnier in the third act. I don't know. Yeah, no, <laughs> I wanted more goofiness, and it's just like yeah. they were just they weren't I, I, available to be. Goofy. I, mean, I think the beginning was a bit. Like the middle act was what felt like it was. There was long stretches without like any laughter at all. Yeah, you know? yeah, I know. Yeah, and then the third act picked up again, 
And then, and, and even though there were, even there were, there were a bunch of like, there were cameos all the way through, but like a lot of the like, middle act cameos were just like, well, yeah. the, the Usher thing was Usher pretty was funny. pretty funny. <laughs> no, it was good. Uh, the, the Celine Dion cameo was pretty great as well. Yeah, actually, having her actually show up, yeah, was yeah. amazing. Was good. Uh, yeah, and and it was there were elements of like the the Gulag thing that were actually pretty funny because he's like trying to like assemble the show out of like he he dropped the curtain thing and it said like don't riot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so there, I mean, there were moments that were pretty funny in the fact that I they like, had the flight of the Concords guy. When they were doing like their style where they had like t-shirts with like gulag and like yeah, the yeah, yes. <laughs> that was really good too yeah so, so that i mean that that was and again that was the part with kermit in it like that the, when you don't have kermit in a muppets movie it's like well you, you had like two kermits but even like i know but it wasn't enough it was although insane. yeah in fairness like the constantine stuff when he was like trying to be kermit some of that stuff is really <laughs> I, I funny loved, i love the part he's actually watching the videos of kermit yeah. from muppet show he's gonna yes. copy him that was so good yeah yeah, yeah. he's like hello <laughs> I am Kermit. <laughs> or he couldn't say bur- burglary or whatever. Yeah, and the what was what was the oh he kept saying Mappets or whatever. Like he could never actually pronounce the name of like the group. So um, he was like, You could quit the Muppets? <laughs> no. It's awesome. It's the best day of my life. Yeah. That and actually the other scene that was funny, I mean it's sort of a, a classic like, you know, Looney Tunes thing or whatever, but he was like doing the mirror of Constantine. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty damn funny. It was good. I also love when they're in the car and they're trying to figure out how to escape from the car. <laughs> just like put their feet through and just walk away. I know. <laughs> All right, so test, test. Yeah, so we should do. Do you need to be in the back? Yeah, I should be in the. Yeah, I'll stretch your seats. Excuse me, press all. Guys, what's going on? <laughs> There's definitely a Z. We gotta dig out in his pronunciation. I hate this pronunciation, guys. They're impossible to interpret. I know. It's like, oh, upside down E with a bus through it. Let me essentially learn an entirely new language to learn how to pronounce my own language. And how do you even know what those sound like? This is like regular expressions, you know? It's like, I just don't want to deal with it. I'm pretty sure it's. Anyway, I'll just say it really quickly and then hopefully nobody will notice. Ricky I'm sorry, Steve. What did you say? Gesundheit. <laughs> no, the Code of Silence was the thing that came down so they could like oh, talk yeah. in, in like private, but then they couldn't hear each other inside the Code of Silence for some reason. Wasn't oh, that really? the gimmick? So they had to take it back up again so they could <laughs> oh, actually yeah, have yeah, the conversations. Yeah. yeah, like they never, it never, it never works. Right? <laughs> or like everyone except them can hear the conversation. Like, yeah. So are we good with the volume level now? We're within acceptable parameters, whatever it is that data says. <laughs> yes, yeah, so like, I think you commander data. <laughs> This week on Muppets Most Wanted. <laughs> that's about the same. I did that with Space Base. Space Base, yeah. Previously on Space Base DF9. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just, I was thinking of like parodies of Lost. It was like, previously on Lost, meaningful stares. <laughs> Not asking questions to other characters. All right. Previously on Low Earth Orbit. Wait, what? <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to halfway through that, you're like, wait, these are not even the right words or anything. Oops. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Low Earth Orbit, episode 36. I'm Steve Marmon. I'm Scott Stevenson. I'm Justin Voss. And today we're going to review the... <laughs> Cream of the Keepers, I want to say. It's like, no. 
I love that it got longer and longer. It's like the delay. I, I'm thinking, Grimbo Keeper. Like, no, no, that's not it. That's not it. What is it? Wait, what are we doing? Yes. Uh, okay. Let's try that again. Last time on our <laughs> intro. <laughs> Um, we can we can if we, some stuff. I'll take out the then. duplicate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great point, Steve. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> excellent witty remark. Whatever it is you just said. Uh, so I have no idea how to pronounce your name. I don't even know where to start. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. That's just a collection of vowels <laughs> with the occasional consonant. <laughs> We're going to come back in just a few minutes with some spoilers, but if you haven't seen it yet, which is likely because it won't come out until the 21st, uh, so please go out and see it and um, come back and we'll, uh, you know, spoil the rest of the movie for me <laughs> <laughs> or something. <laughs> um, that was terrible. It's <laughs> like, what's going on here? Well, she's, according to the internet, she has a cameo in... Uh, really? But that's the most wanted. That is, we're, we're on the internet, so we sort of implicitly trust that. I mean, it's a rumor. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Publish it. My name first, then space bar, space bar, space bar, your name. <laughs>